Hello and welcome. This is the weekly recap. This is what episode are we on, Nick? It is episode 109. Yeah, we're really getting up there. 109 is a shitload of episodes. Um, <laughs> you're back. Uh, I get to finally add some commentary to the the podcast. I felt very slighted last week for not being able to participate in arguably the most successful one that we've done to this point. Yeah, it, it's but definitely I'll get over uh, it. definitely conversation starter for sure. So yeah, we can probably get into that a little bit. I know that. There's some some things that we'd like to discuss and some people we want to give some shout outs to. And hopefully we have some good content coming from that single episode, really. And like none of the other episodes we've ever done. <laughs> right. <laughs> so all it took us was 108 episodes and calling some people out specifically to, to have them find some sort of interest. But uh, yeah, shout out to those people. They know who they are right now. We'll get into that later on. I think. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that for sure. <laughs> so we are looking uh, July 5th. I did want to say something just to kick it off. To, uh, I wanted to say shout out to everybody out there fighting for our freedoms, especially the people uh, supporting the Black Lives Matter movement uh, and everybody out there protesting and really trying to make this country uh, you know, equal so that we all enjoy the freedoms that uh, should have been granted to us from the beginning in our constitution. Um, but yeah, we're back for another week. I didn't really do much this week when it comes to craft stuff. I have a lot left over from last week. Which is in Monterey. never a bad thing, right? Oh, that's right. You were doing some traveling last week. I did. Or was that, was that last week or was that two weeks ago? I don't know. Honestly, these weeks just start to blend together, and I really don't know how to handle it sometimes. Or I'm just like, damn, was it, did I go like a month ago? Did, like, what was I doing yesterday? Like, <laughs> the things, it, it's just, it's, it is crazy. Like, being stuck inside just, it, it like warps your sense of time. It truly does. Yeah. Yeah. This whole being in the house, I mean, more, more often than not, right. You're, you're just sitting at home, not doing really anything that moves time forward. Like you're just kind of doing the same things or, you know, trying to stay busy or whatever it is. And I mean, I can't believe that it's already July and we've been doing this now for almost four months of quarantine and, and lockdown and everything else. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely become like a new, you know, as much as we say it, the new normal, but in, in every single way, that's really what it is. So, um, I think people are starting to get used to it. I mean, obviously there's a ton of, ton of moving parts still going on with cases rising pretty much everywhere. Hopefully everybody's staying safe, you know, um, wear your fucking mask. It's important to get out there and support people, but, you know, do it safely. And, and, you know, that's to me, the most important part of this whole thing is making sure that we get out on the other side with everybody's health intact and, and, uh, with hopefully some new perspective on how we can move forward as a, as a country and and the world really general. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is a big weekend, obviously having just come off July 4th, um, I was kept up super late last night by people shooting fireworks literally like 10 feet from my bedroom window, which is no fun. And then 
people who I don't think live around here left their cars in the neighborhood and, and the, the alarms were going off at like four in the morning. So, Oh God, that sounds yeah, not awful. a great, not a great night for me, really. Um, I am back on the craft wave, uh, this evening had to have, you know, beer to kind of wind down the week. I'm drinking, uh, Falcor's fruit, the next chapter, which is uh, a beer from Alvarado street brewing. And I did not fact check myself. I don't have the can. I threw it in the trash. So if that was wrong, it was wrong. And we're going to have to, uh, have Alvarado street on to, reconcile i guess at some <laughs> right. point if we can get them yeah i'm actually um, enjoying a, a brewery out of out of monterey uh that i was able to get to either last week or the week before depending on you know if my memory serves me correctly or not um but what do you what do you have what are you drinking tonight well so i decided that uh 95 degree day called for a stout and i am drinking the hold the spoon from the brewery it is a black chocolate cake stout. You know, as a great man once said, stout, it's always season. So <laughs> there's really not a time that you can go wrong in drinking stouts. I would definitely not. I mean, even with them being cold, they're just so heavy. And like, I ate a lot of food today. I just had wing stop and I crushed because I, so that was another thing that I did today. And, and this is maybe a good transition. So I'll hold off uh, a little bit was, just eating a shitload of food today was the way to kind of, you know, revive myself, bring myself back to life after, you know, the, the events of yesterday. But oh, yeah. stout is just not something you want to dump on 10 chicken wings and like a boatload of fries. No, Even no. Even this sour is like pretty heavy and it's pretty beefy, like as far as alcohol goes. Um, but I feel like I just need to get some water in there, just get the system kind of cleaned out a little bit to get the week started on the right note. <laughs> stouts, I mean, I'm sure as delicious as it is, and, I, and you know I love stouts, um, not really, not, it wouldn't be my choice, especially because it's also like 95 degrees in Pittsburgh right now with like stupid humidity as is always the case in the middle of the summer. Right. Well, at least it's not like, so... I'll tell you a little bit about my weekend. Um, so Bill decided that he was going to drive to DC because he doesn't have AC in his house, but he has AC in his car. So he was like, might as well spend 10 hours driving and going to get my brewery beer. Cause he's part of the 10 uh, hours. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. You mean round trip? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. So he did it all in one day. I was going to say, what, what are you fucking driving a lemon to get down there in right. 10 hours? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, um, so He's part of the brewery, um, the annual thing that they do where you get like so many bottles and they, they hold them for you all year and you can pick them up whenever. And so he was like, eh, it's a good weekend to take a Friday off and drive down to DC. So that's what he did. And he got me a couple of brewery stouts. They had some EQ beer as well. Equilibrium, right? Um, just did a can drop down there. And so he, they, Grabbed a couple of mixed four packs and stuff like that, but some of these stouts that he got, like um, Gray Monday, is the one that comes to mind. Like Black Tuesday is their big thing, right? That's their like okay. year round or not year round, but it's like their rare release. The the one that everybody knows from the brewery. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gray Monday is a nineteen point two percent sixteen ounce can. So I wasn't drinking that Jesus. today, but 
I did pick up, uh, Sean got this off of Tavor, and uh, it is 8.5%, but it's a milk stout with a bunch of chocolate and salt and vanilla, so it's supposed to be kind of like a German chocolate cake, right? And sure. we had breakfast for dinner, which is kind of a lighter meal in general, right? It's not... Not when I eat it. I mean... I, I go fucking hard. Like, this morning I had two meals for breakfast, because I was like... <laughs> I have all these apple jacks and I just got, I actually tried oat milk for the first time. I've been, I've been on this kick where I'm trying to like transition my diet a little bit towards seemingly healthier options that are maybe closer to the vegan sphere because I have a lot of friends that are vegan that promote these things a lot. Um, so I had apple jacks with oat milk, which apple jacks is also a vegan cereal. So shout out apple jacks and Kellogg's for, for repping. Interesting. And I then I know. also had <laughs> And then I completely went on the opposite end of the spectrum, and I ate Spam and eggs. <laughs> um, also, the first time I had ever had Spam this weekend, um, that shit is fire. I don't care who you are. If you eat Spam and you don't think that tastes good, you're, you're just lying to yourself. It basically tastes like, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's just ham in a fucking can. But, <laughs> you know, it tastes like bacon. It makes for great uh, English muffin breakfast sandwiches. And I'm not saying that I'm going to buy it that frequently, but I was very uh, pleasantly surprised. I, I was kind of like in the grocery store on like Thursday night. This was because I had Friday off, right? So I'm, I'm like kind of running around like doing a bunch of stuff on Thursday. And so I get to the grocery store and I'm kind of just like, I don't really want to be here. I went to Ikea before that. So I was like just tuckered out done with shopping yeah being around other people because i hate it normally but especially during the quarantine it's just a it's just a nightmare scenario so went to safeway i was like i just need to grab whatever i see as quickly as possible to make meals for myself for the next like week and a half or so and i saw spam was like three for ten and i was like i've never had spam and i've seen like people do some like weird shit with it in restaurants where it's like you know they'll like deep fry it and make it like basically like french fries yeah you know, yeah. like spam fries or something. They put it back in the can to make it like kind of, you know, whatever. That's some gourmet shit. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Got it. Very pleasantly surprised. I mean, it's disgusting. It's straight fat. It's straight like everything that's bad for you in a can, <laughs> but it tastes good. So shout out spam. All right. That's our first actual shout out of the episode. Cause you shouted out the people who know who they are earlier. So yeah, some phantom, some phantom people that are going to get mentioned eventually. Um, yeah, makers of spam, they're really doing the Lord's work over there. Um, you know, they have like 50 some odd flavors. Yeah. I mean, I just went with the OG. You can't go wrong with, with just the, the classic spam flavor. Um, it's, it's just a, it's an American treasure. It really is. And, uh, you know, I, again, I'm not going to go back to that well very often, but <laughs> it's nice to know that I can, I have some options when it comes to making dope breakfast sandwiches for myself. You know, that's something that we, that I see a lot. in um, one of the beer groups that I'm in, uh, the eight bit glassware is um, very big on rating your, your breakfast sandwiches. And like, so people just post like the most random shit. Right. And the guy that runs it, is from New York. And so he raves about New York bagels all the time. Like that's, that's just what Classic he talks New York about. Bagel. Right. But what's what, what he does with it is he scoops them out. 
so they're not as bready. Mm. And I'm like, what's the fucking point of a bagel if you're going to scoop half of the shit out? I mean, I understand that bagels are fucking dense. Don't get me wrong. But it just doesn't seem like... I I guess I guess if you're trying to like fill it with something or you're trying to get creative with like how much you can actually fit on like a bagel sandwich. Um, I mean, I look back to I ran through some pictures today on my laptop and I saw Bagel Saurus, which is in Cambridge, Mass. One of the dankest like sandwich shops that I've ever been to, and they they would slap you upside the head if you ever tried to do something like that, and rightfully so. Um, so. You know, keep your keep your bagels whole. Why would you even? You know, that's the whole point of a bagel. Like it's it is bread. Like you're you're like it, it loses its integrity if you take away too much of it, right? It's just like a. It's like smashing down a hamburger like a, bun. Like you're you're going to do it, fucking, but let it let it do its thing. You know, I don't know. It's weird, but yeah, breakfast sandwiches are are great. But if you don't want, if you there are other options. Like if you like don't want the whole like dense bread like just get a croissant like an english muffin english muffins are great they're super airy super light in the middle hold their their integrity really so i think that throughout the, even if you have like some yolks filling out from a, a an egg or something right well the, the biggest thing there i think is you can't get like a homemade english muffin right like it, it's it's thomas's or it's nothing like there's no bakeries around that are making English muffins that you can buy like six of, or, you know, something like that where you can have it. Not that you need that many, but I'm saying like, it's not a, it's not a thing that just like is artisanal, right? That's true. And which is a shame because that's like pretty much all I buy when it comes to bread products anymore. I don't buy loaves of bread because I just don't eat it that much. Right. I can buy 10 English muffins and I'll use them for, you know, sandwiches, I'll throw like turkey and lettuce and tomato on them for like a, a sandwich for lunch or breakfast sandwiches or even like some peanut butter or whatever if I'm like having a hankering for a, you know, something sweet late at night or something. Yeah. But I mean, but I know that, that would mean. be one that that's, you could... It's definitely not something you ever see at like a, 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 you know, mom and pop bakery. Right. And that's why I think that a lot of people are like opposed to it because they're like, oh, store-bought, no, blah, you know, like that kind of thing. But... I don't know if you can make your own English muffins. Like, is that even a thing? Oh, for sure. You can. Okay. I don't know. I, don't I know, know people who have done it, especially in the, the sourdough wave that's, you know, taken over Instagram and Twitter in the <laughs> yeah. past, like, four months. And Sarah's I think it. everybody has been trying to just, like, one-up everybody else, and people have definitely been making English muffins. One of the girls that I was talking to on Hinge for a while was, like, sending me pictures of the sourdough English muffins that she was making, and they look dank, but... Uh, yeah, that didn't really work out. But if she is listening to this and wants to send me some of those, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Fair enough. So um, at this point, do we want to kind of get into the uh, the segment of the week? Yeah, this is. I think this is a good one. This is something that I'm surprised that we haven't really talked about. Or maybe we have, but it, it's. I think this is a good time to kind of bring it back up. Anytime there's so a Saturday holiday. Anytime there's a yeah, Saturday every, holiday, I feel like yes. we should talk about this. <laughs> exactly. So... There's the, it happens so infrequently that you have to you have to discuss it, especially with the nature of what it is that we talk about. So you have a Saturday holiday, you have the Fourth of July, which is typically a, you know a massive holiday celebrated by a ton of people all over the place, and and like I feel like the last few years it hasn't fallen on like a great day. Like I think when I was living in Boston, it was on like a Wednesday 
or something. Or like we had our day off was like a Wednesday. Well, yeah. Cause the so, last three would have been Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Right. And then there's a leak here and there or something. Right. right so that's what and bumped that it to it, Saturday it or, or yeah. a, a day. So yeah. So when I was in Boston, I remember going out and like, I, especially now, like I would, I would have loved to get out and, and like went to see some breweries or something. I think that's sort of been like my shtick for the last couple of years. Like I was living in Bend last year on July 4th, we went to a brewery to get a, a growler to kind of drink throughout the day and then just kind of chill in Boston. I think I went to, I want to say I went to night shift. Seems which is like a great be a place. Good... Cause it's a, it's a, yeah, they have a lot of space and like, I'm not sure that I spent a lot of time there. Like I didn't, cause obviously you're driving around and stuff. You don't want to sit down and have a beer and, and, before you know it, you're like three beers deep and you're like, shit, I have my car here. I need the Uber home that I have to, you know, it's a huge hassle. So you, I just avoid drinking when I, when I'm like driving around doing stuff like that. So I'll just pick up some four packs and take them back home. Yeah. So what I really wanted to talk about here was, and not that, not even that I was super hungover today, but everybody gets to that point, especially on holidays, holiday weekends, people get after it. And what I wanted to do was, sort of a follow-up on what we've talked about. I think, I think we've done it once before, this kind of segment, where um, in the vein of the Coors Light six-pack of questions yeah. on ESPN from the like mid-2000s to like the late, even like early 2010s, because, which is weird that like Coors Light was like a big sponsor for ESPN back then, but <laughs> what I want to do is a four-pack, not really of questions, but I want to say... What's, what's your four-pack? What's your top go-to? And I think that we should sort of play off each other. So if you pick something, I can't pick the same thing. Yeah, no, I get that. Right? Your yep. top four hangover activities that you do. Okay. Especially after a holiday weekend. <laughs> I like this. I like this uh, back and forth. So, we'll so do... I think that we can do it. Um, well, we'll just go back and forth. I think, I think that's the, probably the best way to do it because I don't want to have to come up with a, a list of like four that you know just right I'm sure that we'll have similar yeah. ideas on this and I, w- I would love to get Alex's opinion on this because he always has seemingly unlimited things that he's doing even after drinking a, you know a shitload <laughs> right exactly <laughs> but um you know I'll, again always drink responsibly like we're not in, in no way are we saying that you should ever be like super hungover but it's all it's also been hitting me way harder than it ever has before well I think honestly once you hit like 24 25 after your college days have sort of ended where you're not drinking like every day or every week weekend very heavily. Like if you get after it and, and throw several back in a day, then you're going to wake up and you're going to feel it. But it also depends on what you're drinking, right? I mean, if you're pounding like sugar heavy, like cocktails or wine or, you know, like that kind of stuff that, that can really stay with you, you know? It's it's digestion at that point. Like I've I've that's the truth. So uh, so I guess to kick this off, what what was it that you were drinking? And and you said that you probably weren't even that bad, but you were drinking higher quality stuff than me for sure. What I, I I'll just get into it. We we had a a socially distanced event at this at this friend's house where they ordered these drinks called swirls from this place in in uh, the South Bay. Uh, mine was like a, it was like a Tito's watermelon, uh, swirl. And they gave me, they gave me a white claw, a natural lime white claw to like put in it, you know? So, you know, if you go to like some Mexican restaurants or something, 
They have the Rona, Rona in the Rita. Rona into a margarita. Yeah. And it like drains out as you continue drinking it. Something similar to that, but it was basically just like a mason jar of like sugary vodka, water, liquid, whatever. <laughs> and they were just like, here's a white claw, like just oh, dump it in Jesus. on top. So that, that kicked my day off at like, we didn't actually get over there until like four o'clock. And I think that I was really done drinking by like seven. So it, it and I, I brought white claw. Because that's a huge crowd pleaser, and you know I feel bad not bringing anything when everybody's making food and like bringing stuff and everything. So again, don't think that I was like super hungover because it took some time at the end of the night to just really like chill. Um, I think the lack of sleep probably affected me a little bit more than it should have, but that's what I got after with. Um, Would have loved to be drinking a, a you know a nice cold one uh, with the boys. Obviously, obviously. Um, well, so let me tell you this. First off, I had my first white claw yesterday. My guy. Yes. All right. So get on that train, get on that train. I'll I'll be real honest. Okay. Is unlimited in size. I just, uh, I just want you to understand that I didn't hate it. Like I've hated some other seltzers that I've had. Um, it's not a drink that I will really like reach for in general. But it was the tangerine, which apparently is the best flavor. Um, but it was good. I mean, it was, it was a fine drink. It actually had some flavor. It had some body to it, which I usually don't get from yeah, seltzers. It's, they're tasty. Like, they're not, again, like you're saying, you're not, it's not going to be your go-to. Even me, like I don't go out and buy a 12-pack of White Claw all the time. But because it's such a cultural phenomenon as well, I think that people are, or they tend to get into that. Right? It's the hype drink right now yeah yeah absolutely it's it's the same as zima in the 90s like you know it's just whatever like um whenever i was in college it was uh smirnoff ice was like the big thing right because they were pre-mixed drinks you didn't have to worry about bringing your own bottle of vodka and your own soda or whatever you were wanting to mix it with so again it's this it's this thing where it's it's sort of healthier it's not as many carbs it's a it's one that you can drink enough of and feel pretty good, but not be super full that it's a good balance drink. Right. And I mean, I'm not going to sit here and bash seltzers because I don't like them, but there's better ones than others. And I think white claw is probably on the upper end of being a really good one. Like, yeah, I agree. And I, I don't think it's the best I've definitely seen and had other ones or, or have heard other people uh, give recommendations that were not white claw, but it, it's, it's just an easy drinking kind of thing. And, and again, like because so many people like them for me, it was the perfect gift to take to a party because no one's going to be upset that you brought white claw. Right. But, um, so yeah, the, the yesterday's Sarah and I hosted our uh, little shindig. It was all immediate family. It wasn't like we had 40 people hanging out or anything. It was just, uh, my parents, her parents and, uh, Alex and Kate, right? So we had a pretty uh, we had a pretty decent share going though. Honestly, um, I got uh, I got Dad a four pack of Vandalay for helping me out with the house from uh, Voodoo, and it's just a great beer, right? Really, really solid double IPA. Um, on the higher end, it's actually like nine and a half percent. So started off the day with that, and then I got into Alex and I split a few beers. We had a couple of sours. We had a couple of. Um, the four points beers that he grabbed over the weekend. Uh, 
because he had a couple of days off here. And so he was like, you know what? I'm going to drive down to Four Points. And he got there an hour before they opened. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, throughout the day, uh, Sarah was making margaritas for anybody who wanted them. So we were kind of mixing it up a little bit. So we were kind of all over the place. But yeah, we had, we had a pretty decent share going with uh, like the Cellar Works, uh, Fruit Whips. There were, um, like I said, Alex had a couple of those Four Point beers. And Four Points is killing it lately. Their beer is still a place that I haven't had much from, nor do I think I've been there. Uh, I I would be hard pressed to believe it. It's tough when you come back for only a few days to kind of really mark out a trip. And it's easier to go to the places that we, that we typically go to, right. That are close by. Um, But shout out to them. I mean, I definitely need to have you guys hold some stuff for me when I ultimately come back, which who knows when that's going to be. But so the cool thing about, Four points is they have a pretty big distribution footprint. So you can get them at like uh Gibsonia Giant Eagle has them. There's uh places in Swickley and South Hills and all these places get it. And it's basically like the day that they release it, right? So you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. running down to the brewery. You can stop at a local craft beer distributor or giant eagle or something like that and get the beer they go out as far as um like greensburg or Irwin too so i mean you're they have a pretty big footprint when it comes to getting their stuff and i don't think that the markup is that unreasonable i think i probably like two or three bucks a four pack maybe which i don't think is yeah which is really not much when no. you think about it grand scheme like i will for say the convenience right you would rather pay the extra couple of bucks rather than drive to where is it at again? Charleroi. Charleroi, which is, yeah, it's like from where we typically hang out. Yeah, Charleroi is not easy to get to either. Like you have to take Route 8 basically all the way to West Virginia. <laughs> um, that's like the fastest way to get there from anywhere right. up north, really. Uh, you could take 79 down to 70 and go across, but that, I mean, you're going all the way out to 79. So there's uh, there's something to be said about them making it available. and they have to do a decent amount of volume because if they didn't, you wouldn't ever see it, right? Like it would just be, you'd have to go to the brewery because their stuff is pretty hype right now. And yeah, it's, that's fine. I mean, I like, I I appreciate that they're doing it the right way. I think by having the production first before they really like push to cans. And now that cans are really the only game, right? Cause you can't sit down and have a beer at the place. There's uh there's a lot to be said about them handling it properly. Right. So that's something that I really wanted to shout out because I, I do think four points is doing a lot of good stuff with their beer. And if you haven't had them yet, why? But anyway, let's get back to the, uh, the hangover conversation here for me. Yeah. For me, mostly lack of opportunity on that, on that end. But, um, yeah, so I'll give you the first pick. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and kick this off. Uh, always, always a great conversation because everybody does it a little bit differently. Um, but effectively, there are like four categories you can kind of lump everything into. Yes. Um, category number one has to be food, right? And I have maybe like two or three of my favorites, but it just needs to be greasy for me. Honestly, that's my that's my biggest thing. Um, if I had to say specifically. And it's not necessarily that it's greasy, but it's that it's like low key. One of the best things on the menu is a sausage biscuit from McDonald's. 
because it's 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 cheap it's quick it's everything you want uh when you're really suffering the day after right. dehydration and i typically i've always been a wendy's guy i mean even going back i'm sure if you if you listen to some episodes back on like we've we were doing this early on and I had just moved to Boston. I remember there were several, several, several weekends where I'd go out Saturday with my friends who just go way harder than I typically go <laughs> and couldn't really eat anything all day until nighttime. And then I would just get some greasy Wendy's from like down the street. Cause it's so quick and like fast food is definitely one of those things that you have to kind of, you have to know for me, I think it's a little bit more important, uh, to like figure out where I'm located. Cause I, I've moved what, I mean, I've lived in like six different apartments in the last two years. Yeah. So it's like, whenever I move apartments, I need to know where I'm going. If I get a little bit tuned up the night before. Yeah. So you got to have those, those spots. And typically it's a Wendy's to, you know, obviously a lot of these happen on Saturday. In this case, it did happen on a Saturday. So you can't do Chick-fil-A. Got to be wary of that because I've done that on occasion where I drive to Chick Fil A and I'm just like, you got to be fucking kidding me, right? Yeah, no, we've all done that. that yeah. Um, one of one of my favorite things about McDonald's though is it's super fast, right? Like, even if it's a slow McDonald's, you're still only there for ten minutes, maybe. Let's say, like the one they on McKnight Road. Through it. The one on McKnight Road is a nightmare, an absolute actual nightmare. They have two lanes that they just ignore, right? Like they just don't care, right, at all. And I mean, I'm, I'm on lunch from work. I run, I work right up the street. I'm gonna run down there real quick and grab something. But if I'm hungover and I want something substantial that's a dollar, it's the sausage biscuit from McDonald's. Because if I get two of those, I have a hard time finishing the second one because it's just so much bread. It's dense. It's thick. And it's got that grease from the sausage that really just binds the whole thing together. Throw a little bit of ketchup on that bitch and you're good. That's it. But I will say the other side of that is like fried chicken or like greasy chicken tenders or, you know, something like that, you know, that just really doesn't need to be a whole lot of flavor. Just just something in your your stomach. stomach. Yep. Super important. Um, it, it's it's a thing that a lot of people don't do enough the night of drinking too much is, is eat or consume enough like water. Right. Because you can save yourself so much pain if you just have a few cups of water in between drinks or, or you know, instead of having eight beers, have four beers and like trade off with water or something like that. You know, no one ever learned. And I don't learn that lesson. I do no. it every single but the Every thing single is, time I wake up the next day and I'm just like, what an idiot. Why did you not just drink more water? Right. And, and Sarah is the biggest proponent for water drinking. And that's one thing that, that I've seen is she gets going and then all of a sudden it's like, I need to have 50 more ounces before I go to bed and it's, you know, seven 30 or something like that. I'm like, you're going to drink how much water in an hour before you go to sleep? Like, <laughs> so that's always tough too. I, so I've been drinking a lot of water recently because I'm, you know, being at home and having, I mean, even in my office, there's access to a water cooler, but because I don't like sitting down too much and I don't have the, the luxury of my adjustable desk, which I typically do in the office. I have to get up. I have to stand up. I have to go do things. I have to like walk around. I'll go out to get the mail. I'll like walk around the neighborhood during lunch, whatever it is. 
But what I typically do is I'll just I'll get now that I have a, a, a nice water bottle, I'll fill that up. Right. So I'll walk I'll get up, walk around my kitchen, fill up my water, and I I drink well over a gallon of water a day. Um because of that. But then I run into this problem where I, I forget that I I drank so much water and then I'll fall asleep. And I'll wake up at three in the morning and my bladder is about to explode. Right. <laughs> which cannot be good for my health in any way, but um, we should probably get some sort of uh, urologist on the, the, on one of these episodes yeah. to, to sort of talk us through why it's bad that we're doing what we're doing. But that would open up a, a can of worms that I don't really want to open. No, that's so the thing. Actually, let's, Ignorance let's is bliss. And let's pitch that idea. Um, um, so, so, so you're, you're, you're all on his water. Listening, you don't, you're not welcome on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going with water for your number one then? I feel like you have to. <laughs> you have to. Water or Gatorade? I think Gatorade is probably my more so a go-to. Pedialyte. And that is something that I, I hardly ever... Yeah, Pedialyte is... I feel like Pedialyte's just too thick for me. I love, like, the taste of Gatorade. Go straight orange, straight... What's your, what are your go-to Gatorade flavors? That's a great question, because everybody has different ones. Okay, so... Mine is Glacier Freeze, light blue, and orange. Those are the two. That's... That's it for me. <laughs> I will say I absolutely cannot drink... Fruit punch. Fruit punch tastes like metallic and it tastes like I'm drinking blood, which is not because it looks like blood as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that whole thing and the taste and everything just really puts me in a, in like this vampire state. But actually when you think about it though, when you're hungover, you don't want to see the sun because it's super bright. Like you are a vampire. So maybe it's beneficial to drink fruit punch Gatorade. <laughs> Maybe we have to think about might, this. No one, be, ever, no one ever talks about this. This is something. <laughs> this is that meme with the dude pointing to his head. Like I'm. I think I'm breaking the internet right now. Right <laughs> as is, we speak. This is a revelation here. Um, so so think about that. Think about fruit punch Gatorade. Give it another chance. No, absolutely. Uh, I don't drink it. I like. I think lemon lime would have to be my last of the flavors. They have so many flavors nowadays. Like I like green apple, but only on occasion. It's, it's too. Sweet. It's like a really weird and sugary taste. Yeah. yeah. Because um, you'd think as as green like green apples are not sweet necessarily like they're they're like you know sour and but they tangy, don't do that yeah, they like, just dump a shitload of sugar in that thing. <laughs> uh, not that Gatorade is anything else. They did a um, sugar. They did I think it was uh, Gatorade Zero or G Zero or whatever they called it was um, strawberry kiwi was really good, but it's it's zero so it uses that like aspartame and it's like. Do you really want to be ingesting that on occasion? Stuff? I'll get, I'll get get Like if I'm, if I'm just like drinking Gatorade, like casually, like if I go for like a walk or a hike or like I'm, I'm golfing or something, I'll get zero. But the day after having drank too much, I need the sugar. Yeah. I need the electrolytes. I, you know, I typically inject that into my veins on hand. I always have blue and orange though, for sure. The light blue and the orange are my two, but the, but it's the uh, G2. I stick with G2 because okay. it's low sugar or whatever, but um, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, I can understand that. I mean, for me, it's just like, I don't even care. I just need to, I just need to get whatever it is in my system as quickly as possible. And it's usually two of the 32 ounce guys, you know, like I'll, I'll drink a full 32 ounce when I wake up or like even the, you know, during the night, if I, again, like if I have to wake up to go to the bathroom or something, I'll grab some of that and try to drink some of it before I go back to bed. Cause I know that it's going to help me in the end. Yeah. Um, so Gatorade, definitely, uh, definitely number, number one water helps. Like, I think that you can't just drink straight sugar for a day, right? Like that's not healthy in all, in any way whatsoever. 
but uh, you definitely need. I think you need a good balance of both, and you have to you have to continue that throughout the day. Right. You need right. to go full, especially for me. Like that, I've had times where it's like it that shit lingers for for like hours and hours and hours. I'll wake up at like ten in the morning. That's another thing. I've, I've never been good at like sleeping. I'm not sure if you're going to make that one of your picks. It's definitely not one of my picks because I cannot. I like. I just get to this point where I'm just like. It like sunken into a chair and I become part of the chair, but I can't fall asleep. That's the one thing that I've always been really bad at when I'm hungover. One thing that I will say about that conversation, and this is separate from my picks is if you can be sure to sleep in a bed, <laughs> like if it's even a possibility, it doesn't matter if it's your bed or your like the the spare bedroom bed just get to a bed that'll help always really awful when you're at someone's place and i see memes about this constantly where people are like when you're at your friend's place and they don't have a blanket and like oh, people you're are like, pulling like between table. a mattress yeah. and a box spring <laughs> to like act as a blanket that is something that is so true and i think that's what makes those memes so funny and that they're they're never going to get old is that that has happened to me on thousands of occasions i swear like i'll I'll go to somebody's place i'm sleeping on a cold wood floor in like fully clothed with my shoes on and then i wake up the next day and i'm just like i would rather be dead yeah walk around having gotten like four hours of sleep on a wood floor with a pounding headache you can't look at light it's really really brutal stuff yeah so let's hear pick number two all right we're we're Pick number two is one of my favorite things, honestly. Possibly one of the best things that you can do. Hair of the dog. Keep fucking drinking. That's it. Okay, so no, now, now let, me, let me preface this, okay? If there could be brunch involved, make it happen. Two birds with one stone. Right. Like, you know, bird in the hand worth two in the bush. You have the bird in the hand and the two in the bush. Yes. If you're getting brunch, you're getting, and you got dog three birds. Time. Okay. You got, you got drinking <laughs> three fucking birds all at the same time. <laughs> you got drinking, you got, uh, more, uh, greasy ass food and probably waters on the table. Right. That's all. That's all three. Facts. Big facts. <laughs> um, Take that to the bank. No, that's so honestly, one of my favorite things that I never thought I would get into is, bloody marys and you like if I, if you went back Love. and talked to 21 year old nick he would have said fuck you those things are gross but 34 year old nick appreciates a good goddamn bloody mary okay and, and you know what it is i think for me it's the salinity i love pickles i love mm. first of all i love tomatoes i eat tomatoes like they're fucking apples Le- legitimately i have like four like tomatoes on the vine on my counter at all times because I just eat them shits like yes I really do and it's it's an absolutely savage thing to do is just eat a tomato raw but I do it so when you blend that shit up you put vodka in there pickles bacon pepperoncinis all of that stuff give it to me directly to the face there are literal festivals about Bloody Marys right like you could I don't know if you've ever seen those like crazy pictures that go around with like the skewers and they have sliders and they have chicken wings and they have bacon strips and all kinds of shit sticking out of this bloody Mary. Give it to me. That's what I want. You know, 
If I'm super fucking yeah, hungover, I need a fucking Gandalf staff with <laughs> eighty slices of bacon, uh, like a, a some like like a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. How many pounds of bacon? Three. Um, like, let's go. Just everything. Like, yeah, we're doing like epic meal time on a skewer. <laughs> yes. Just for, jammed and into shove a that shit right in some tomato style. juice with fucking. <laughs> <laughs> epic meal time needs to do that because if they don't, we're gonna do it before them. <laughs> we're gonna beat them to the punch. Just a five gallon bucket of Bloody Mary onion. with a, a a sword like stuffed in the middle. Just bathe in that shit. <laughs> Actually, bathing in tomato juice is supposed to get rid of the skunk smell. Uh, which is topical because I just finished watching this show called Friends from College on Netflix. Yeah, where they get sprayed, where they get sprayed with a skunk. We don't have to get into the. I was not a fan. That show. I started watching that when I was hungover last weekend and finished it in like two days. So uh, you know, did they make a? Not second that it's season? a great show, but it was just one of those things. You kind of just got. I, I got looped in at like episode four, and I was like, I can't not finish the show because it's only another four hours worth of TV. Yeah. Uh, great pick. Great pick. All like that's, that's, I think one of the things that people really love to recommend. Um, not always the greatest if you want to not consider yourself an, uh, an alcoholic, but the, the, the grossest part of that though, is the waking up to a half drank beer and finishing it. Like, that's one that floats around. You're a around. dirty, dirty person if that's if that's what you're leaning it, on for your hair of the dog. You just gotta have that shit ready and stocked. But it floats um, around. I usually a have lot. like a couple Is, of beers like, in the you, fridge in case I need to go for that. I don't really I don't keep a lot of vodka or like tomato juice on me, and I don't really make a lot of bloody mares. I love them, don't get me wrong, but it's not really something that I keep on hand. Yeah, I, same. I don't, I don't really drink a lot of hard liquor as again, as like a single guy, it's it's it doesn't seem super like cost effective for me. And, and it, honestly, what it does is it promotes drinking. And I'm just like, Oh man, I have this bottle. Like I need to finish this and like move on to the next one or like, just get rid of it. See, I was that I'm not way. somebody who can look at a bottle and like, let it sit there for a long time. I was that way until I hit my thirties, honestly. Um, and don't get me wrong. I still like at the end of the night, if I'm not feeling the way I want to feel, I'll have a shot of whiskey and then go to bed. But it's not, it doesn't happen maybe once every two months or something like that. But like we have a, a little bar in the corner of our, our kitchen right now because Sarah made margaritas yesterday. And so we have all this like triple sec and tequila. And now we have uh, gin from Wiggle and the four points or the not four points, the uh, four roses bottle staring me in the face when I'm cooking breakfast. See, it would be fine. I think it would be fine if I, you know, if we weren't in quarantine as well, that's the other thing is like, because it's just me in a lot of cases drinking, like I don't want to buy a whole bottle of wine. Cause then I'll open it and I'll be like, well, I'm not going to let this sit here. Or like, I'm not going to get a whole growler of beer for myself and, and crush that. And I mean, I could do it in a day or two, but I typically would just probably go, go through it and like, on, you know, throughout a day or something, if I was like really feeling up to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hair of the dog, always a classic, always something that really just gets it done for me. My number two pick is going to be getting up and being active in some way. So let me, let me just talk through this. It's, it's great to want to just veg out for a full day. And I think that's important, especially after you've been drinking far too much and, that's why it's it's good that it was a Saturday that we had the holiday and not like a Sunday or something where 
you'd either have to take a day off or like really just be completely unproductive at work for a day. Yeah. I've found that if I get up and I do things and I'm not talking, I'm not talking to workout. I'm not talking like, you know, during the week and stuff, I've been really good about going on runs, doing, you know, whatever I can with, I have like some exercise bands and push ups and, you know, ab workouts and stuff that you can do like fairly easily in a confined space. But I'm talking like walk around the block, you know, get up, get in your car, go drive somewhere. Don't use Grubhub, like get out and like get some fresh air, get like feel the wind on your face for a little bit and not feel like a complete and total piece of shit for an entire day. And I mean, that helps me. I don't know how people would, would, I feel like that would be a polarizing thing because I think some people probably get so hungover that they like physically can't move and they're just like, well, I, you know, thank God for Grubhub. And especially now, now during everything that's happening, it's everybody's doing online ordering and delivery and contact free this and that and blah, blah, blah. Like it's so easy to not have to move for for 12 hours while you're just like trying to become a real person again. (laughs) It really is like, but, like growing up over a couple of hours. Like, cause you just start out as a baby and you're just like, I fucking hate everything. This is awful. And then you're like, <laughs> and it's so bad. Like, cause it's, it really is like, there's a switch that gets flipped around the time that you, and we talked about it a little bit before. I'm not sure if we were talking about it on the podcast, but maybe right before, like at, at like 24, 25, I'm telling you, it's like right at 25 you flip a switch and you are just like knocked on your ass if you drink too much. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it really and, is and like, like it, it's not that it's any better when you're in college, but I think you're just surrounded. Like it's, it's like the, the hype of, of being around other people and other people are just like, yo, you guys want to, like if you're on vacation, you go for like a, a guy's weekend or like with a bunch of your friends from college or something, friends from college, shout out. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, when, when you're like hung over, you know, I want to, on uh, spring break a couple of years ago in Florida. And there were several nights in the like 12 that we spent in Florida that I woke up and I was hungover, but it was like, everybody wakes up and they're like, yo, we have this, you know, half drank bottle of, of Prosecco and a shitload of OJ. Like, let's just go to town. Like, let's just get back on that horse. Right. But like, you know, as like an, as like your own individual, it's, it's harder. I think for me to like, coax myself to get up and do things, but I think I need to be, I need to be more conscious about doing that. Even the, because I think it helps. It really does. You sweat some of it out. You like, you kind of just like start to feel like you're going through a normal day rather than just, uh, you know, a lot of the self-loathing that typically (laughs) lasts throughout a a day of being hungover. So this one, this one hits home for me today. Okay. Um, so every Sunday, Sarah and I go out and do our grocery shopping, Right. Even even when I was working Sundays, we would still go out early in the morning. It's one of those, like, we were standing in the hot sun in line at Trader Joe's. And I hate to say it like that, but it's the truth, okay? We stood in line at Trader Joe's in the hot sun this morning. It was 75 degrees at 9 a.m. Like, gross, right? And I'm I'm hanging a little bit. I wasn't too bad this morning, but there was there was a point when I was standing there and I'm like, I probably smell like the inside of a hockey bag, like just stinky and sweaty and gross and sweating out the booze from the night before and that kind of thing. But you do it right. You, you get up, you, you get moving, you're, you're doing the thing, right? Then we get home with the groceries. Sarah goes to yoga because she's a machine and 
dad shows up and we start working on the house. Like we're outside, we're in the sun all day long. And the, the biggest thing that you can do is get going. And I think that's probably one of the most important ones so far. But we're uh, we're it's running just, a little. It's long super here, important, so. I think, for me as well to to just like try to not waste an entire day, right? You you have a very limited amount of time on this earth, uh, in and in your twenties or whatever. Okay, so we don't, don't need to be we don't need to be that existential about this. <laughs> like, no, I get that, but I'm just saying, like, for me, you know, I, there's a lot of stuff that I could be doing. Like, I don't want to have to waste time throughout the week when I could be exercising for real or like cooking my meals or whatever to like clean up my room. Like today that was one of the things that I did. I was sort of dusting things. I like, you know, I have shoes that get dirty throughout the week and I try to keep clean because you know, I like to have clean shoes. Sure. Uh, making your bed, doing some laundry, even like little things like that to just make sure that you're getting something done. I think is important. Yeah. Even, even making a meal, like putting together breakfast rather than just like sitting there eating Doritos out of a bowl that sat out all night, like the type of thing, like don't do that. Get up, make yourself some eggs, throw it on a sandwich, you know, like whatever gets you going can help. For sure. I think it would be super metal though. If you just poured some of that orange Gatorade into a bowl of Doritos and ate it like cereal. <laughs> so I think we should, we can revisit that one later. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> so, so we're, we're, we're four in and, and I think we've already, we've hit a, a bunch of, I think the good ones, um, Maybe not ones that people think about a lot. I think, you know, I think typically when people think about hangovers, they're, they're again, there's like two or three things that people are like, I do this every time. I eat something greasy. I, you know, I drink Gatorade and I keep drinking alcohol. But the, these next four, I think, are going to show some creativity and some, some <laughs> uh, distance between our two philosophies. Yeah. Kind of piggybacking off of your last one, I'm, I am going to say go to the gym. Get a workout in. If you can power through Jesus, that, right. is a, that is like an, an absurd thought. No, 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 no. For, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying like go puke in a trash can and, and continue your creatine like shaker. Like, I mean, if you're on that cusp, right? Not still drunk, but definitely not like yourself actually lifting weights or, or going for a run or something like that. If you can stay focused enough to do that, it helps a lot and it probably snaps you out of it faster than anything else. So that's going to be my number three. That's true. I, I think for me again, like I, I lose the will to do that on some, like on weekends in general. Anyway, I kind of try to treat that as time where I can, I can use it to do the things that I like to do rather than exercising, which I don't always like to do at least now because I can't do the things like play basketball. I, I, you know, I could go out and go golfing and stuff, but that's not, not necessarily a ton of physical activity, but I really don't like, like running. Oh, running I do is it, terrible. don't like it. I, hate I, it. I, you know, I'll do like, again, like push-ups and like core workouts and stuff like that. Like, I think that's, that's beneficial, but again, usually on Saturday, Sunday, like maybe a Saturday afternoon, I'll do something sort of chill. And then, you know, turn that into having a couple of beers while I play video games until four in the morning. But <laughs> I think that that's a savage thing to say for your number three pick. Um, because I think that uh, probably a lot of people would disagree with that. But you know, if you're listening to this and you have some comments on, on that one in particular, feel free to reach out to us. Oh I'd yeah. Love to Fire back. Honestly. Cause I know again, there's like some weird shit that people do right there. I'm sure that there are some, like some 
fables and things of uh, uh you know like some kind of black magic cures for yeah drinking drinking a soda upside down like hanging off the couch or something yeah like uh, there's there's infinite weird things like people drink pickle juice and people drink like bacon grease or like uh, it, it, there's bizarre things that people do to cure hangovers yeah, like yeah. so and none of them none of them truly work honestly like i, I the only thing that will ever cure a hangover is time yeah as you go through the day, right? For I mean, sure. And if you're drinking the morning after, like you're basically just <laughs> delaying, <laughs> delaying the, the ultimate effects of feeling like shit yeah. until you eventually know, you you're going to feel like shit. Off or yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, so mine is, I think is, is an interesting one that maybe not a lot of people do or think about, nor sh- maybe should I do, but it's something that I almost always end up finding myself in that headspace is retail therapy. No, no, never done that. <laughs> so what, what it ultimately turned into for me is like this, this like, and I was going to say, you know, binging TV shows and stuff, but that's something that I do like pretty commonly. Um, I've found that when I am, there are times when I'm, I'm just, first of all, just drunk and I'm buying things that I shouldn't be buying Yeah. or I'll get drunk and I'll think about something that I want to buy and then I'll sleep it off. And then wake up the next morning and I'm just like, you know what? To make myself feel better, I'm going to give myself a reason to go through the work week. And what I've been doing is buying things that I probably shouldn't be buying. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, give us an example. Good. So <laughs> today, today my thing was, and usually it's not, you know, I'm not buying like $1,000 worth of things. Like it's like a $15 thing. I like buy books. I've been getting into books recently. I like read, I've been into reading and stuff. Um, I don't really have anything like that I need necessarily, especially not stuff that's super expensive. Today, what I bought was uh, <laughs> New Balance is making these these masks. So their their like whole thing is they're selling masks and they're they're giving masks away. Like I think initially they they committed like a million to like frontline workers for you know the the pandemic and everything. So I tried to get them the first time around and they sold out like almost immediately was on like sort of scrolling the internet as one does uh, hung over in, in like sweating it out. And I came across them and they were in stock. So I bought a, a mask made with like, you know, the similar materials that you'd find in like new balance shoes. That looks kind of cool. So again, it's not always like a bad thing. I'm not like dropping $600 on like a new computer or like a, a you know, a suit three or four or, pairs yeah. of shoes it's sort of for me it's kind of just like oh you know i could probably use that or like it's maybe something that i've been thinking about getting uh to like you know supplement some of the stuff that i have in my in my apartment or like something that i could use in my car like i think last week i had maybe drank a little bit much and and bought like a hydro flask because i needed a water bottle or something like that but you know it just sort of gives you something to look forward to when you're not feeling so bad yeah and and for me i think it's it's promoting that that little bit of self care that you need when you are loathing yourself for doing what you did to your body <laughs> the night before. Fair enough. All right. So so my number four. I'm going to go a little bit off the res with this one. It, it's not something that I do anymore. I'm going to just go ahead and throw that out there. But so does it count? This is. I think I'm going to throw an asterisk on this one. But go ahead. All right. Well, smoking a bowl. Honestly, sometimes that's all you need. I can't argue with that. I, I don't do it myself. I uh, never have. I've never really, not that I never have, but I just, I 
don't get into that. I don't partake. Even having lived in literally three consecutive states that it's recreationally legal, <laughs> I've never, I haven't participated since I left college. Yeah, um, it's it's one of those things that I don't think that. So I I used to do it regular, very regularly, <laughs> um, but it, we'll bleep that. We'll cut that. Why? I don't give a shit. If anybody, if anybody's listening out there, Nick has done it regularly. Actually, if you don't do it right now, so it doesn't really. No, matter. exactly. Plus, right. again, it's 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 legal in you know almost every state at this point. At least medicinal, in some capacity. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So anyway, my my point is. Maybe you don't necessarily need to get your head right. Maybe you just need to have a good time, right? And that that stuff will calm you down, right? It, it'll put you... It, it may not put you in the right frame of mind to deal with a hangover, but it, it's one of those things, you know, if you want to chill, like, if you want to have a chill day and, and just ride it out, it's a good way to do it. And, and I think you're absolutely right. I think a lot of people would agree with that one. Whereas they didn't agree with number three for you, sure. number four would be something that I think a lot of people would would uh, at least consider participating in if it helped them feel a little bit better. I know I know people who who definitely partake, and again, it's legal. And if if you're in certain industries and things, it's not that it's promoted, but it's you know it's not a taboo as it is in in much of like corporate America. Yeah, and I'm not so, saying like you know. like get stoned and go drive around or anything. Like I'm just saying like you're going to have a chill day anyway. You might as well have fun with it, you know, like, and, and it, it'll make you feel better. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And, and, and again, put you in the right state of mind, I think to kind of attack the day and, and maybe not attack the day with, you know, as much like fervor as you would if you just kind of like kicked the hangover and went for like, you know, I can't imagine if you did number four before you did your number three, that you'd have <laughs> uh, enough, <laughs> enough energy or enough willpower to make number three. Yeah. Right. There's, there's no particular order to these. This is just how they popped into my head. So, <laughs> right. Right. But now that's a good one though. I mean, I think yours, are, you, I feel like yours are pretty standard, but some, some ones that maybe people don't really do a lot. I mean, definitely for, for number three and four, I don't do, but, um, I think on, uh, on the curve, people probably do participate in those more frequently than than not, uh, especially in some states. It really depends on where you are, right? I mean, you. Right. I'll walk around the neighborhood here, and I, you know, people are chiefing on on uh, some ganja every <laughs> once in a while for sure. That was definitely um, the most cop way to say that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a nar- This is a narc podcast. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your and, number four? Uh, okay, what's so your number I'm, four? I'm getting to uh, number four here, and I think I think a lot of the good ones have sort of been taken. Um, my number four has has been, and this is going to be very specific and definitely something that not everybody does, but I could generalize and just say binge YouTube videos. Um, and I think that I said on the last one that like that's something that I do typically, but it really isn't for me. That's like generally a a hungover thing to do when I'm watching TV, like during the week, it's either a movie or like Netflix shows. It's very specific for me to watch YouTube videos when I'm hungover because they are, they are short. They are sweet. I don't have to like invest a lot of my like mental capacity to paying attention to whatever the hell is going on. Right. Right. Um, I did say that I watched friends from college when I was hungover last weekend. Uh, and I think that was kind of a special case. Typically for me, what I get into is hot ones, 
shout out uh, Complex and First We Feast for generating maybe the greatest web series in the history of web series where they interview a bunch of actors and famous people basically while they're eating really hot wings. And that sort of pushed me into eating Wingstop for dinner tonight. I still hate, um, and I the, still other hate thing is, the DJ Khaled episode. I just got to throw it out there. I, I hate DJ Khaled. So, you know, some of his songs I like, but I like him as a person, I just can't get around on. No. Um, that was the, definitely the worst episode where he just like, basically gave up after like two wings and he was like, you know, the haters are going to be mad and all this stuff. It's like, even like I watched the Shaq one today and at, he got to the end and like, couldn't really finish it. And it was like, Shaq, you're like a 400 pound man. Like just do it. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like I watched Zoe Kravitz. I watched a bunch of them today and I watched Zoe Kravitz throw back 10. Like it was nothing. She didn't even tear up. She didn't, she wasn't even sweating. Like she looked just as beautiful in the beginning as she did after the 10 wings. And I was just like, I look like a fucking greasy mess <laughs> right. after like the first three. And she's like looking at like a fucking model throughout the entirety of the, of the interview, which is extremely impressive. And then you have Shaq who's just like limping out after nine. Um, you know, everybody has a different, to- like that, that's the thing with, with like spicy foods. Like everybody has a different tolerance. So I can't really like, you know, it doesn't matter how big you are or like, you know what it, it's just, whatever it is, like people just have, a different, uh, you know, ability to, to withstand spicy foods and stuff. So anyway, back to sort of the, the gist of this, it's, it goes, for me, it goes between that. And I watched this show on sneakers called full size run, which is made by soul collector, which is just like a, I think it's a Porsche. I think it's owned by complex as well. Complex just makes, you know, it's, it's like pop culture type stuff. And they interview a lot of like actors and athletes and things like that, that I, but, you know, I participate in, I watch a shitload of movies and I watch a ton of sports and everything. So it kind of like meshes with what I like to watch and like the interviews and like things that I like to hear about. And it's so easy to just throw on and like, it's a 20 minute show, both of those. Right. So I'm, I'm like, you run through like three or four of them. You're kind of just like doing whatever you're like on your phone. You don't have to really pay attention to whatever the hell is going on in the episode and you can pick it back up and you don't really have to like pay attention. Um, again, in most cases, like Netflix series that I watch are like some of the longer ones. Yeah. So I don't want to sit there and watch like eight episodes of like Ozark where I have to be paying attention to see like what exactly Marty bird is doing on a, on a specific episode or like, there are some shows that I keep telling myself I need to watch the last season or the, the most recent season that's that's come out. I, I don't want to do that when I'm hungover. No, no. You gotta you gotta have something that's like a classic, like uh, Super Troopers or you know, South Park. Like something that you can just right. like have on in the background and, and scroll your phone. Quickly or... ingestible things. And I, I would throw like, yeah, some of the the like network comedies in there. Like you have like Family Guy and South Park that are the episodes are end up only being like 22 minutes long yeah. without commercials. So super easy to go through some stuff like that. And that's why I think YouTube for me is like something that's, and, and most of the YouTube things that I watch are, are like actual people talking about actual like things. And, and um, I really don't watch YouTube aside from that. And, and I've considered doing podcasts. I don't know how you feel about that, but it's sort of the same thing. You got like, it, you're listening to it, but it's not, it's not, I feel like I just want something that's kind of just like ambient noise and not something that I need to be focused on necessarily. Like I'll listen to some, some old episodes of what we've done. 
just to kind of, you know, get myself in the right kind of state of mind when we're moving into doing one of these on a Sunday night, but I can't, I can't do the full, like, oh, I'm going to watch, like, three movies today kind of thing. Like, I don't want to do that. No, no, definitely not when you're hungover. It's one of those things where, like, if you have friends around you or like your significant other or whatever, you know, like that kind of thing, you can, you can kind of vibe off each other and maybe, you know, go to brunch or, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that you can do with multiple people that are different from dealing with it yourself. And YouTube, I think is great for dealing with it yourself, right? Like you're just put it on background noise for, getting your head straight, you know, that kind of thing. So. Yeah. Agreed. hundred percent. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> so yeah, we'll run these back. We'll throw some of them up in the, uh, or perhaps in the description. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this though. Again, I think that there are probably unlimited possibilities for what people do and what they like to do and what they think helps them. But I also want to, at the end of the day, self-loathing is, is I think one thing that everybody has in common. Yeah. <laughs> There's never been a time when I was hungover where I was like, oh, that was a great idea doing what I did. Yeah, that's something that uh, never crosses my mind when I'm hungover. The only thing that, that crosses my mind is, oh, I'm never drinking again, or, oh, I hate myself. Like, this is stupid. Why did I do that? But one thing that I do want to touch on before we wrap here um, hangover cures, as far as like stuff that you can eat or in just in general, there are so many out there, right? Like we, we kind of touched on it a little earlier with like the pickle juice or, you know, bloody Mary's or whatever, but let's, uh, let's get a conversation going about this online. Like try uh, like if you've listened this far in the podcast, tell us your hangover cure in food or beverage form. Like, what is it? What, what do you do? to get back to normal being hungover, right? Like, is it, uh, is it Pedialyte? Is it Gatorade? Is it Powerade? Is it Mountain Dew? Is it, is it Mountain Dew code red? Like, like something, you know, or, uh, Sarah always likes to have like a regular bottle of Coke, right? Like just full sugar, regular, like ice cold, that kind of thing. Or even like going to McDonald's and getting a fountain Coke, right? Honestly, some of the Don't best of some of the now, best actually. hangover cures are snapping out of it and just getting some sugar in your system, that kind of thing. What what do you do to snap back to reality? Thanks, Eminem. Yeah, right. Stealing that one. <laughs> so I think uh, I think just like right off the top for me, again, like p- pickle juice is definitely something that I've seen. It, it for me, it usually just involves like greasy food. So like I'll throw back like an entire Domino's cheesy bread just to kind of in, in an attempt to soak up some of that. There you um, go. I, I try to avoid like hot beverages. So, you know, my answer really was going to be tea. like an Irish coffee, actually just, just a little bit of Jameson in your coffee kind of kicks it right over. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, I don't, I don't, I drink tea. I don't drink coffee. Sure. Even when I drink tea, I don't necessarily use it as like a pick me up. I don't, you know, it, even the tea that I drink, I don't, it doesn't necessarily feel to me like I'm getting that much of a caffeine high off of it. Yeah. 
So I don't think that that would be something that I, I would imagine that probably a lot of people would say that, like I need to get like a, a venti, you know, iced coffee from Starbucks or, or like something crazy sugary like that. Like a frappuccino. Now, yeah. Now that I'm talking that out, could potentially have the same effect as drinking Gatorade, really, if you're drinking some sugary bullshit like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, just nothing that I've ever really gotten into, so I can't speak intelligibly about. Um, not really too many like weird things that I've heard, but again, I'm sure that like every different family has things that they they do to kind of get over it these types of things because everybody, everybody does it, you know, name a family that, you know, that doesn't have at least one person that drinks. You're lying to yourself. If you can't think of any, or if, or if you can think of, I guess more than one. Right. Unless, unless it's like, you know, a family of people who uh, of like religious purposes or stuff like that, you know, like, but at that point, why are you listening to this podcast? Um, right. You Mormons get, get out of here. Mormons. This show isn't for you. Right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so to wrap up at this point, I think we've, uh, we've gone on long enough with the, the hangover episode. Um, the, the hangover part four. <laughs> I like it. That might be the name for this. It one. should be, it should be the hangover part two because two and three were God awful. And oh, if yeah. you, think that those were good movies, then I, you can catch these hands whenever you want. <laughs> so like I said, in the comments, sound off with your hangover cures. Give us your best bacon, egg and cheese, uh, biscuits or croissants or wherever the fuck you get them. Concoction. From. Yeah. Let me know where you buy them. Right. I think Dunkin' I, Donuts a lot of or yeah, like places. Starbucks. Like, there are some bodegas. You think about like New York, you can probably find some dank stuff on like the, you know, those corner stores where, you know, the, there's a fat Italian guy slinging, slinging patties of Canadian bacon in the back. Yeah, right? exactly. Like I know like Pamela's is a big one around here. Pamela's diner. Fucking phenomenal. Honestly, like just, just get there whenever we reopen and so good, good quality stuff, just, man. But like, I'm, just greasy and delicious. I'm a huge proponent of uh, chicken and waffles, right? Like there are great combination of savory and sweet. And the thing is like, if you get like the coop, right. And, and they're, they're a Pittsburgh staple, honestly, at this point, I think they might be one of my favorite foods ever, but they do like a hot maple syrup, right. And it's hot sauce and maple syrup, like mixed together perfectly. And, drizzle that all over it and just slam the thing in your mouth like a taco. It, it's unreal how good the food is, but that type of stuff is really what, like what you're looking for when you're hung over a shit, you know, just go to a good breakfast yes. joint, go get a, a sloppy, you know, Mick, whatever, you know, Mick fill in the blank and just, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 a conversation that will continue to be had for you know generations to come because until there's like a, a foolproof cure uh, that somebody develops that is better than anything else that has been developed, then 
we're going to continue having this conversation. We're going to continue to get hungover to a point where we need to have this conversation. Right. Um, always looking for ideas. So shout us out if you, if you get a second, uh, any other shout outs you want to throw out before we sign off? Uh, not, not particularly shout outs, but, uh, in the coming weeks here, we're going to have a couple of special episodes, I think. So, uh, stick with us on that. I'm going to try to get Jake involved, even though he's on the other side of the country. Um, it's going to be tough doing that in a mobile situation, but we're going to try to do some on-site stuff because last week at Voodoo New Ken was freaking incredible. Thank you so much, Phil, for really just being the host with the most the whole time, right? Brought us some beers. We got a great experience out there. Like if you're in, in the area, stop out, see Phil, say hi to the bartenders and uh, Dave and Tanya or who were working at the time. They were phenomenal. The The whole place was just incredible. That place is going to be so fucking cool when it opens too. They have a great indoor space. They have a kitchen. It, it's really just voodoo does it right when it comes to their aesthetic and absolutely you need to get there. Um, coming up here, we're going to, as soon as we can figure out the COVID safe way to do this, we're going to hit up uh, Marino's out in Greensburg and uh, East end actually reached out to us, which is super weird. It means that they definitely haven't listened to the show <laughs> because we talked nothing but shit on them. Uh, and it's a shame, but you know, here, this is the thing that I think that we need to get into uh, a little bit is we're open to listening to people's ideas. Yes. Right? Like, and we, we, you can always read somebody wrong and like, you know, we've said things that we probably didn't mean necessarily. Like, I, or you know, we've said I've the been wrong there. They things. have some really cool. They they do make you know they make some beer and, and they're that is is very good and that, you know they're one of the Pittsburgh staples that I think a lot of people because they've been around for for almost the longest of any of the the craft players in Pittsburgh when you think about it. Yeah, it's been almost and, twenty years, and they do have this massive following. So, like you know just because we don't frequent that place or like, you know, maybe we haven't always had the, the greatest experiences there. It doesn't mean that we're not willing to learn and listen to these people and try some of the beer and have them sort of talk things through because we're, again, we do this because we want to learn about new places. We want to get into, you know, finding things that are different than what we typically go to or, or uh, would be fans of. And I think we can all, we can all sort of uh, learn a thing or two from, from, you know, media outlets and things that are, that are trying to see things from a different perspective. And hopefully that that's, that's the experience that we get when we are able to talk to East end. Um, shout out to them for reaching out, uh, in the first place and be willing to have a conversation yeah, at all yeah. with anybody who's, and if they have listened you know, resembling uh, a media outlet, honestly, like, I don't think that we really hate anybody. Right. And, and I think that most of our conversations are, based on our experiences as a core group of three people who have like-minded thoughts about beer. Right. And that's not necessarily the best uh, way to go about it. Like we should have some differences, but for the most part, we're all kind of on the same page and really like there is some great beer being made in this city. And, and everywhere, really, at this point. But I'm saying there's, there's a point where you have to revisit these places, even if you didn't like it the first time, even if it was the shittiest beer you ever drank or, you know, whatever. Like, 
yeah, there there are some bad eggs or there's some things that aren't working for all of the clientele. But a well-established player like East End is not going anywhere, right? Like they're not just going to all of a sudden everybody's going to hate them. No, they're, they're, people like their beer and people go out for their beer and they line up for their beer and that, that kind of stuff happens, right? So really, I absolutely shocked that anybody wants to talk to us anyway, but the fact that they reached out to us and said, Hey, you know, let's do this. We're going to make this happen. We're going to, we're going to have fun with it. We're going to have a good time. And I'm, I'm going to be open to finding something that maybe I didn't know before, or, you know, that, that really excites me about East end, you know, that kind of thing. So, right. And here's the, the last thing that I'll say about it is you don't, make it 20 years in a business like this without having good beer. No, absolutely. Yeah. Having a great business model and and being able to teach people like us a thing or two about what it is that you do. And I think that it can only benefit us to bring on more and more people who will give us different perspectives on things and help teach us, you know, maybe where we were wrong in the past. Right. And, and that's the only thing that we can have is an open conversation, right? The thing is, I, I think you need more of that now more than ever is, you can have differing opinions and not hate each other. Right. And that's something you can apply to life in general. Now, I mean, there are, there are arguments where you're on the wrong side, right? And I not going to get into specifics. We don't need to go political with this or anything, but there are ways to have a conversation that doesn't have to be an argument. And I, the only thing that we're here to do is really expand our, horizons when it comes to craft beer and that to me is why we do this every week yeah and that'll be a great opportunity so just you know look out for those in in the near future here and uh you know we'll continue trying to to open up our minds and open up the doors to people who want to talk to us about these things um so i think that's all that i have um you know Outside of any other shout-outs that you have, I think uh, we're, we're pretty much good to go. Uh, it's been a good week. Thanks, for everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll catch you when we catch you next. Yeah, uh, so last little shout-out. Um, Burial, we, uh, we ordered some beer from them online, and their beer is phenomenal, so I just want to give them a, a quick kudos. Um, again, thank you, guys. If, if you want to come on the show, if you want to be a part of this with us, Send us a message. Leave us a comment. Uh, I am in the DMs all the time. So send uh, literally anything. If you hate us, if you want to bash us, talk shit, whatever, or trade beers or whatever, we'll do that too. We'll figure it out. Um, Thank you again for listening. You guys have been phenomenal. This is seriously like one of the highlights of my week is, is being able to sit down and talk craft beer with my brothers and having people actually listen to it is phenomenal so again cheers uh let's uh let's raise a glass here real quick jake and uh we'll see you next week hello and welcome to the end of the podcast you made it this far so why not go and follow us on social media at the weekly recap on instagram at the weekly recap one on Twitter or email us at the weekly recap one at gmail.com.